morning, David. Good morning, Jeb. How are you guys doing this morning? Spiffy. And uh, David, you there? Finer and frog hair. And we're still not at Sun and Fun. All right. It's like, I think it's, I don't think we're going to make it this year. Um, well, all kidding aside, we decided we weren't going to make it for a lot of different reasons. But uh, um, uh, I don't know about you guys, Jeb and Dave, but I'm having fun w- watching Sun and Fun from afar. I've been listening to the Sun and Fun radio yeah, stream from yeah, time to yeah, time. And yeah, yeah. Um, Twitter is is alive with, uh, with uh, you know, reports. The twit is alive with music. It is. It is. But uh, we're just kind of doing these dailies, and uh, and because we can't, we chose not to be there. Uh, we're checking in with some of our friends who are uh, either on or near the grounds there. And today we're talking to uh, to one of the bad boys of the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast. Uh, what did we call? Yeah, uh, we had another name for you guys. Right? Hey, yeah, I, I wasn't there that year that this this bad boys thing got started. So I. I'm gonna have to start paying more attention. Yeah, really. You, you know, See, that'll that'll teach you to skip one. I know. I know. But, but uh, so, so that, in order to give him permission to speak, I'm going to say Larry Overstreet is here. Good morning, Larry. Uh, good morning. You know, I had I had dinner with Jim Goldman the other night, and that did come up. So beware. Uh, well, there we go. I was I was going to ask about that because I did. I spoke to Jim, uh, you know, about a week ago about this whole thing for this week, and and he threatened to do such a thing. Excuse me. He offered to do such a thing, and uh, and and I said, yeah, go for it, do it. And uh, so I'm 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 hopeful. We'll see what happens. Um, pay attention to the UCAP feed. You never know what might appear there. Uh, how are you doing, Larry? So you guys are at Sun and Fun, uh, and uh, what's going on down there this year? How how does it feel? We are at Sun and Fun, and it feels great. Um, it's really packed. Uh, that was one, Mary Beth and I were talking about this last night, that when you go um, kind of, you know, you can talk to other people to get attendance numbers and all that kind of stuff. What I see is the campground is just stuffed full, and that includes all the way out in the overflow camping, the cow pasture, all the way to the far end. There is just, wow. you know... It's hard to see where you get too many more tents, you know, some room to, to pop up there. Um, also, um, the aircraft camping that is, uh, you know, just off the approach end of runway um, Niner, uh, that is full all the way out to the end row, right up to the fence. And oh, so the West, it's, West Campground. Uh, yep, exactly. And so those are the kind of things that I notice, and also just people walking around in general and that kind of thing. But... Um, the camping and the, you know, the aircraft parking and camping out there uh, west of uh, Runway Niner is is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, you know, and you know, speaking only for myself, th- that's the situation that I feared, and that's what I why I decided to stay away, is that I was concerned about that kind of density and that we weren't quite in a in a place yet to to gather that closely. So sure, uh, sure. Um, I, I'm urging everybody I talk to down there to please be careful. Um, but uh, so uh, now, so where are you sitting right now? You're, uh, where are you at this moment? Uh, at this moment, I am inside my RV, uh-huh. and um, as you know, and and I know a lot of my friends know, um, uh, Mary Beth and I have been full time RVers, and we'll be three years on the road uh, in July. And um, in fact, we'll celebrate our third nomadiversary probably at Oshkosh. So, is um, that really a word? You say that again? A nomadiversary? Nomadiversary? Yeah, it's it's a word now, you know. Um, anyhow, so it's going to be a, a podcast episode title. 
Exactly. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, we've actually been on the grounds at Sun and Fun here since November as what they call early bird volunteers. And, uh, you know, we work each week um, uh, trying to help Sun and Fun get ready. And uh, that can be anything from, you know, building maintenance to power washing. Mary Beth does a lot on the uh, landscaping and, and flowers and, and that that you see around the grounds as you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we've been here you know, to, from really nothing, uh, as far as the show goes in the, back in November, um, up through, you know, that show being active right now. And, um, one of the first things we noticed when we got back, uh, since we were here in 2020, which we were here before the show got canceled. And then we ended up staying until July, um, is that the, um, Amazon, warehouses across the uh, runway from the the campground Um, those are now up and operational and Mm -hmm. they have uh, several 737s and 767s coming in and out kind of at all hours of the day and night uh, to be people's you know wake up alarms at uh, three or four in the morning yeah, that's uh, I've heard about that. I think Jim G told us about that as well. So, uh, and that, that, that things like you know they they pause the uh, air show for uh, for an arrival or departure. They and, they call it an additional act. <laughs> <laughs> no extra charge, right? Well, so last right. night's night air show had you know hey we have a an extra act for you here and it was a seven six taking off. I think they can call it an extra act if the seven three does a roll on takeoff on climb out. That would be you never or, know. Or, or if they do a formation arrival, that would be cool. Well, they've got a really for... beautiful liveries on those aircraft, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So t- someone else would t- describe it for us. What does it look like? How um, are they? How are they painted, labeled? Liveries? So the the aircraft are actually contracted from you know other freight carriers. Um, but the prime aircraft uh, uh, livery is sort of a dark, that uh, blue-gray color that Amazon uses, and then the cyan blue. Um, it's got the smile on the tail that gets lit up, and it says prime on the side. Um, the seven sixes are the same colors, but the upper part of the body is white um, with the cyan blue you know, prime and then the smile on the tail. Um, They've got a couple of them that are that have no livery on them, just white aircraft that come in and out now and then. Um, and then we have one 767 that was the alternative Amazon colors of sort of brown and that almost orangey yellow color um, that was also, you know, kind of the, the prime uh, wording and so forth, but it was just the alternate Amazon colors. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. Okay. So um, it sounds like you mentioned a moment ago about the crowds and about how there's a lot of people there at uh, Sun and Fun 21. Um, what uh, it, I would imagine that um, to the extent you're getting out into the grounds, you're doing it carefully. But w- what do you see when you get out there? What's what's the show like? Anything yeah. Jump so out you? uh, you're you're right. I am doing it carefully. And um, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm working in maintenance uh, and volunteering there this week as well as my work in the um, Sun and Fun radio station that I do, you know, I, I take care of the pre-recorded announcements that you hear. So when you, when you hear announcements from sponsors or just general announcements, um, my team is responsible for making those. And that all happens before the show because mm-hmm. they have to be ready on day one. So 
that frees me up during the show to do something else. And this year I just continued to work with maintenance, uh, which I've been doing since November. Um, and I got the, um, you know, if you can score a cart job, you're, you're lucky, you know, yeah. at a place like this, so you don't have to walk around. We so used to have an, we used to have a cart job up at that air show up the road. And, ah, uh, uh, yes. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Go and ahead. a scooter job as I recall too. Yes. Um, so I got kind of a, um, kind of like a Kawasaki, it's not a mule, but it's something like that, a tractor uh, cart. Um, and I'm pulling a tank of water uh, on a trailer that has 200 gallons in a sprayer system. So my days are spent mostly going up and down the cart path, which you guys know behind the radio station, sure. um, spraying water on a dirt path to keep the dust down. Yeah. And so I, I see the, the uh, show from from that center line, if you will, of uh, the show is on one side and then the, you know, kid zone and the uh, the one blood blood donation truck and you know, all those kinds of things. The car show this weekend are kind of on the other side of that line. Um, so it's kind of an interesting view. I haven't actually been out in the exhibit area very much during the day uh, uh-huh. just because the responsibilities, you know, of you know, heavy responsibilities of driving a you know, water truck and making mud all day. Hey, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeb, Dave, questions for Larry? Is it warm? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's been, it's been actually very beautiful here. The last couple of days have been uh, sunny, breezy, not too hot. Um, evenings are, are, you know, nice. Um, it looks like we might get a little bit of rain later in the week. Uh, we did get some rain over the weekend, which was desperately needed. It was, it's been terribly dry. I was going to um, ask you about that. I've, I understand that you've been suffering from a fl- what I'm now. Jeb's going to Jeb gave me a hard time last time I brought this up. So this time I'm going to call it a Florida drought. Um, but that ended yeah. on Sunday, or, or didn't end. But but that was there was a lot of rain on Sunday. Yeah, Saturday night and Sunday all day, we got uh, a good amount of rain, and that really was needed. That that helped a lot. The grass kind of perked up, and it looks uh, a lot nicer now. And it was nice to, you know, hopefully we get that over with before the show actually starts. We've had a couple beautiful days, um, and uh, I, I think we're in for a good week. Yeah. That which grows must be cut. <laughs> okay. Yes, but I'm not the guy who cuts it. I, he's, not I, a, I he's not a cutter. He's a wetter. He's I a, understand. I yeah, understand. Okay. Oh. So, I don't know so if I Larry, like that. I, I do have a question. Have you found yeah. any ch- any cheap engine oil around yet? Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, but you have to come and pick it up. Oh, they don't deliver. Okay. So just gosh, bring yes. Debbie on up, you know, and yeah, it'll all be good. Yeah, I think Debbie's going to stay in the hangar this year. Um, That's I, I don't want to. I don't want to get caught over uh, like uh, let's swap some paint. Um, so, <laughs> Lake Parker. Uh, Lake, Lake Parker. I know. I know that lake. <laughs> yeah. That's I, funny. I, I, I've had my fill of of, of like uh, let's swap some paint. So, is yeah. uh, Jeb? So this is an interesting question. I'm pretty pretty sure of the David. Did you guys fly into Sun and Fun back in the day? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So sure. let me ask both of you this question: How does the how does the the sun and fun arrival, you know, show week arrival procedure differ or not from the one up the road in Oshkosh? Okay, go ahead. Well, Lake Parker, uh, near Lake Parker arrival is uh, in a lot of ways simpler than the uh, uh, arrival into Oshkosh. For uh, one thing, <clears throat> excuse me. There's just one arrival route, and uh, at Oshkosh, 
you hit uh, the the entry gate and you may go north, you may go south, you may get on 927, you may get on 1836. Uh, Lake Parker arrival, you just put your left wing over the lake, dial in 100 knots, and go counterclockwise until the controller release you for the rest of the arrival. You fly west to a water tower that looks like an inverted wedding cake. Uh, Take a left there, and then depending on what the controller tells you, you uh, turn for 9 or 2-7, and there you are. Now, that's interesting you should mention that, David, by the way. I was listening to, on on, uh, liveatc.net, I was listening to the arrival or the uh, tower controllers at uh, at Sun and Fun a couple days ago. And, uh, and it's interesting. They made reference to those tower. That there's actually more than one tower now. Yeah. And, and I, I got to look at the notum because I bet this is spelled out in the notum because the controller made reference to the cake tower and the ball tower, which I thought was interesting. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, um, Jeb, your experience with that arrival, and I want to preface this by saying that you know, so the the, the flying that I've done with Jeb over the years. Um, you know, all kidding aside, Jeb is a very capable, very com- very comfortable, very very uh, professional pilot, um, and I've I don't think, with one exception, I've ever seen him stressed as a pilot. Um, but the one time I saw him anything like stressed was when we were circling Lake Parker by uh, the time that we were arriving at Sun and Fun, um, and and as a pilot passenger, I completely understand why he was stressed. Jeb, do you remember that moment? I remember. Um I don't remember that specific moment. I remember that that arrival. Um, one thing I would, I, and I agree with David's uh, 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 summation and, and uh, highlights of, of the differences. One thing uh, that I would point out is the uh, sun and fun arrival is shorter from yeah. the, the distance from the lake along I four and then south to the at the water towers. That total distance is much shorter, in, at least in my book, than is the trip from uh, Fisk uh, into Oshkosh. Mm-hmm. Um, and one other difference is the, uh, the Oshkosh arrival is, is going to be a little bit more complicated because you have more available runways, um, right. d- depending on how the, we- the weather is and the wind and all that kind of thing. Right. Um, but... As I kind of alluded a moment ago with the name of Lake Parker, but, but, um, I've had more opportunities to swap paint over on the Sun and Fun arrival than I have the Oshkosh arrival. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, uh, oh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, and yeah. that's my memory of it. Well, the, only the, time... the, the year, I think it was you, uh, uh, Jack, um, that year there was a. On the I-4, the westbound portion from Lake Parker, there was a home-built amphibian that buzzed by me going the other way, mm-hmm. which shouldn't have been within five miles of that airspace at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I, think, I don't know if you remember that, or I don't know if you were with me at, on, for that one. I, I'm not sure if I remember that particular, but I, I don't remember the exact aircraft. I just know that the, 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 the congestion, if you want to call it that, um, over. And it's not so much that there are so many airplanes. It's just that for some reason it's a hard. It, you just feel like you're way closer to them than usual. Yeah. Cir- yeah. Circling Lake Parker, and we probably went around Lake Parker a half, four times, five times, maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, you know, um, 
and 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 similar to the Oshkosh arrival, there are you know the notum. I think it spells out what altitudes for different speed airplanes. Al- altitudes and speeds, and some people just cannot read. Yeah, right. And so so just kind of like you know trying to stay deconflicted with airplanes that shouldn't even be at your altitude. I remember that, and uh, I also remember that you sort of took I don't want to say offense because that's not the right word, but uh, the controller kept instructing you to lower your gear. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and and you kind of go, I know how to fly my airplane. I'll lower the gear when the time. You didn't say that, but you, I didn't you, say that. Yeah, I think you I, said it. To I me said that to inter- you. Yeah, on the yeah, intercom, yeah. he said, lower my gear. I know how to fly my airplane. I will lower the gear when the time is right. All right, stop telling me to lower my gear. Anyways, um, well, Jeb, Jeb's absolutely right about it being shorter to get into uh, Sun and Fun on the Lake Parker arrival. <clears throat> it's also an opportunity to listen in and learn how many pilots out there just didn't learn everything that they should have before they took their check ride. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I was on my way in there. I was up about Leesburg uh, to the north when there was a midair on the arrival to 2-7. And the two planes came down right next to the arrival end of the runway, burst into flames, people died, it was horrible. And as a result, they closed the runway, they closed the airport. While the investigators and the, and the firefighters and the medical people moved in. So I was about 40 miles out when this happened. And I got into the arrival, as you're supposed to. I passed over the north power plant, put my left wing over the shore, and proceeded to fly counterclockwise at, important note coming, one, <laughs> 100 knots. 100 knots. Yeah. It was stunning how many people didn't know the difference between 100 knots and 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and, and, and Jeb knows because I wrote a piece for Avweb about it. Uh, I was just steaming by the time this yeah. was over. Yeah. We had guys calling in on their radios. Uh, I, I need I need to land. Well, the airport's closed. You can go to Winter Haven. You can go to Zupper Hill. Uh, well, can, can I land here? No, sir. The airport's closed. Well, 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 but 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 the batteries in my GPS just died. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm low on fuel. Well, how much fuel do you have yet? Well, about twenty gallons. Well, the airport's only seven miles away. Shut up and keep your wing over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. We had three air coops come in and join the arrival circle in formation, and that that's. Verboten in the arrival no town, no formation flying. Uh, they also couldn't make a hundred knots. They couldn't make a hundred miles an hour if you dropped them out of an airplane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were more, more crying and moaning about. Well, I ne- I need to land. One guy needed to land because he wouldn't say it, but I really think he just needed to take a leak and didn't have a bottle <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, so it can but be an adventure. In those days, the controllers through a party, uh, a, a burger and, and brat party near one of the showers in the, uh, uh, there, there in the old uh, area near the Seaplane Pilots Association building. And uh, I always went to that party when they did it. Uh, you know, spent seven bucks on a on, on a on, on a burger and a brat and a beer, and talked to the controllers that handled all, all of us coming in. 
the only thing they could talk about that evening was the Nimnols, as one of them called it, that had gotten pilot's license. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys are, like, stunned. I can't, can't, I can't believe how many people don't know that the left wing goes over the lakeshore. Uh, I can't believe how many people don't know how fast they're supposed to be going. Well, you're supposed to be at 1,000 feet unless... Your approach speed was 150 knots. If you were in higher performance, there was a higher altitude circle for you. Uh, some of the little airplanes joined the big boys. Some of the big boys tried to join us little guys uh, for 55 minutes. It was one of the most yeah. terrifying and aggravating pieces of flying I've ever done. We had three concentric circles yeah. of airplanes trying to arrive, and somehow or another, they all seemed to merge at the North Power Plant and then go back to the other con- two circles. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, look, Larry's still here. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I've, I've flown that approach as well, and I probably won't ever do it again. I'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, um, it's supposed to be a daily, which means short. So that's not that's too late for that, I guess. Um, Larry, before we let you go here, uh, what do you, is some, anything in particular you're looking forward to? So today's what? Wednesday? No, Thursday. Today's Thursday. Yeah, sort today's half, halfway yeah, today's through Thursday. Week. Um, um, anything you're looking forward to? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll give you a couple things. If people are coming in that they might want to see as well. Um, one, the night air show on Saturday. Last night's night air show was really good. It was fun to see again. It, it's just hadn't seen one in a couple of years. You know, none of us have, and uh, so that was well worth it. It started off with a balloon glow and the aeroshell team, like they typically. Um, you know, they've got a million lights on those things. I think they've even got lights in the cowls. It's amazing. You know, I've heard, I've heard that. <laughs> um, and then also, there are a couple of other things. Some great airplanes on the on the field. They've got an air tractor that's set up as a firefighter. You know, it's a turbine crop duster type airplane, but it's um, set up as a as a firefighter with whip air floats on it. That thing is massive, um, and it's right there by the, the gate to the Warbirds area, so it's easy to find, but definitely worth taking a look at. Um, and then the, also this year, they have a new announcer stand that is from a company called MyBox that takes shipping containers and turns them into commercial space, whether it's, in this case, an announcer stand or, you know, uh, display booths for you know, um, uh, conventions or whatever, but, uh, they've got like a three story high announcer stand with a party deck on the top. So, uh, if you're in the area, that's definitely something to see. And then the Honda jet and the vision jet are sort of parked out on the ramp opposing each other. And it's just a neat shot. Eventually Uh, we're all going to be living in a cargo (laughs) container down by the river. (laughs) Well, we've got, we've got a container mall. Uh, not far from where I live, that uses 10 or 11 of them, I believe. Uh-huh. A couple of them are restaurants. One of them is a little movie theater. Uh, another one's an ice cream shop. And there's they're, they're stacked in interesting and asymmetric ways. That, cool. uh, it actually makes it kind of cool to go. And there's a, another outfit that's putting up one. It's going to be another restaurant operation. And... Uh, uh, 
I heard somebody say, yeah, I went there for dinner. The dinner was really good, but I got a little nervous when the locomotive showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Larry, for uh, taking a few minutes to talk with us here. And, uh, um, you know, have have fun. Enjoy the rest of uh, the week. Um, Please give our best to Mary Beth. Absolutely. Will do. And uh, uh, fingers crossed, we will see you in a few months uh, at that air show up the road um, at uh, at Camp Bacon. I, well, you know, that would be terrific. Tell. Time will tell, but uh, it's within the realm of possibility for me anyways. We'll see. We'll see. Um, any last question? A- a- Larry, anything else we should have asked you about that we forgot? No, that's fine. Just, you know, if, if people are so inclined, um, there's, there's a lot to see here and, and uh, a lot of fun being had. Yeah, cool. Jeb, Dave, any last words here? No, Shazam. Yeah, okay. Go, I, I go to the show. Okay. Read the notum. Oh, yeah, and and, <laughs> and, fly, and fly a little bit of right traffic, too, please. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And and wear your mask and wash your hands. Um, this has been, uh, what are we here? We're up to uh, uh, UCAP 1026. Uh, Charlie, I think this is. Charlie. And uh, uh, we may or may not be back with another daily this week, but we will be back on Sunday morning. We uh, might just uh, split this one into two. As part of the, you never know, as part of the, we'll be back on Sunday morning um, as uh, part of a, uh, on Sun and Fun Radio's live stream. Uh, we'll be doing a full hour-long episode then, and uh, uh, you can listen to that one live if, you, if you're really feeling self-abusive. Distri- self, uh, self um, uh, otherwise, you can listen to it cleaned up on, the st- on, uh, on our feed later on. Anyways, thanks again to Larry Overstreet, and uh, thanks to uh, Jeb and Dave, and uh, we will uh, see you guys next time. 